Thank you for listening to Sports Key to Wrestling. While you're here, why don't you check out the other podcasts in this same feed? Hours of free stuff every single week from us, including weekly episodes with Dutch Mantel, Bill After, Rings and Rambles with your takes, texted in live as we record, and so much more. And while you're at it, help us out. Help us climb up the old internet ladder by giving us a five-star review on whatever app you're listening on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I have here, Dr. Chris? Welcome, everybody. What do you have, my man? I have a blank contract. Mm. Nothing on the front, okay. nothing on the back. And a little memo I got mentioned that Mr. Vince Russo, bro, mm. is not going to be available this coming Monday night on the show you do with him on Legion of Raw, and they asked me if I would put pen to paper and be the host with you on Monday night. And I was told that I would get an extra pack of Fruit Adventure Tic Tacs for doing so. Can we make it official live right now? Hold on. Very nice. Very nice. We got it. I will see you Monday. Have a nice evening. Oh, wait a minute. We have a show to do. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we, we do. do. This is we Bill After. I'm Dr. Chris. This is Unscripted. We are here. Yeah, we are. <clears throat> How are you, my man? I'm good. But you know what? The, the whole, there's something that's, you know, I always say there's something that's been bugging me, right? Mm-hmm. The Vince McMahon, the whole domino effect and everything. And right now, the rumor everyone is trying to make like it's really happening is that what's his name it doesn't matter what his name is but this whole thing with him being on the board of directors storyline and not storyline eventually he wants to bring his own writers in brian gerwitz and other people and they're going to try and inch, inch triple h out of his position i don't buy any of this but you've heard the rumors, I assume, correct? I have. What do you think, Dr. Chris? I, I agree with you. I, I don't think it's going to be that. <clears throat> I, I think it's, uh, if anything, The Rock would want to keep Triple H a mm-hmm. part of uh, WWE because, uh, you know, he has a brilliant mind. I've said this before. He has a Triple H has a brilliant mind. He's one of the guys who watched the tapes, you know, back in the day and <clears throat> really had a a mind for the business, and I respect that, and uh, The Rock respects that. I don't think that, uh, you know, I heard that they had animosity, you know, 25 years ago, whatever. Yeah. I mean, whatever, man. They're, it's a business, man. Money talks. And um, Vince McMahon, even when he was at the helm, he brought in a lot of people who he had animosity with. If, if they make money, I mean, <laughs> they re- that, that's what matters. So well, yeah, look at look at the times when, uh, well, unquestionably, we're not going to bring Sergeant Slaughter back. That so and so brought him back. Yeah, it's not just Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, but there were so many other people that he refute that he says never again. But again, when it's uh, when it's best for business, Randy Savage Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Warrior, I mean, you know, from a business, and he stood him up, you know, and uh, 
<clears throat> he brought him back and had him cut a very eerie promo. That was his final I promo. You know, Wasn't he, that very eerie? eerie? Yes. yes. I yes. got I I've never told this story because nobody's brought this up before, but I was uh I emailed once in a while I would email Stephanie McMahon. Mm-hmm. Love her to death. She's just <clears throat> terrific. She's very just a nice person. Um, she's my favorite McMahon, actually. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I remember um, emailing her that day after Raw, the morning of Raw, and saying, boy, that was very emotional with Jim Helwig, that thing. And she hit me back on the email, and she said, he's dead. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. I've never told anybody that story. You just reminded me of it. Yeah, just super eerie, man. Just yeah, very. Uh, it's almost like he knew. Yeah. That somebody true. said tomorrow you're going to be dead. Yeah. You don't have true. three days. You don't have tomorrow. One so per, one, one, you know, one man beats his final beats and stuff like that. Just, just yeah, very, yeah. Very stuff. So. so, Dr. Chris, now that we're on that road to WrestleMania, despite yes. all the angles and everything that's going on, who is your top pick? <clears throat> For the WWE Hall of Fame this year, who do you think belongs in there? That we don't know who's going in fully yet. So who do you, who do you pick? I'm st- I still stand behind the Rock should be in the Hall of Fame, um, and then Paul Heyman should be in the Hall of Fame. Those should be the the top two uh, since it's in Philly. I think it makes sense because Paul Heyman's with the bloodline and then that can tie in the whole uh, <clears throat> bloodline thing with Philly and Philly. ECW too. That whole yeah. connection with right. Philly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Philly. What I mean by is ECW, the bloodline with ECW was Heyman's the bridge between the two. Paulie Philly. There you go, Paulie Philly. Uh, uh, Paulie Danger Philly. <laughs> oh, I like that. Paulie Danger Philly. That's good. Uh, thank you. And so, uh, yeah, I think The Rock and Paul Heyman. I mean, as far as headliners, many eventers, you know, there's usually the main, a main eventer, a staple main eventer that headlines. I can't really think of anyone else as far as just a, a legend who hasn't been there from a main event standpoint other than The Rock. I'm sure that no, there's... No, he's the, he's, I agree with you. He's the pick. I think mm-hmm. that... Uh, but you see, that would happen on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that might... You don't have to rev up Saturday and Sunday at WrestleMania that much. But for mm-hmm. him to show up at the Hall of Fame sure. there, uh, do you think he'll, he would be cheered or booed? Uh, yeah. I think that I think that depends on who the crowd is. It used to be I've been to a uh, one or two Hall of Fame doing media there. Actually, I met uh, you for the first time at uh, the yes, Hall of Fame. Yes, we, uh, we did. That was back in. Um, oh goodness, was that in Orlando? I don't remember. I'm terrible with that. I've done so much. It's I just. Yeah, my Orlando or New Orleans, one of them. Um, but yeah, it's was uh, my son with me. No, then no, it was no. then it was uh, Orlando. Orlando, he was uh, with me in New Orleans. Got you. Um, so yeah, it was uh, the the crowd was still wrestling fans. It wasn't as like professional as like a lot of wrestlers and their families like it used to be. And so I do think that uh, The Rock will get booed. Yes. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, every time I think of The Rock now, I think of that one moment, just one turn of uh, at the at the kickoff show when uh, Dusty talked about how uh, uh, the grandfather of Roman and The Rock, Peter Maivia, would be embarrassed. And The Rock, the way he just, with his bulging muscle, just made that turn and he said, what did you say? We have a problem. Yeah, man. And that one more, I keep reliving that. That was one of the most dramatic. Literally, he was turning, literally, but he was turning heel yeah. as well. It was amazing. Yeah, he, was, he was turning his heels. He Right, right. right. But I think The Rock would be... Uh, <laughs> but I think The Rock would be uh, um, an excellent choice to be in that building on Friday night and get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Although there's another angle there. You know what that is. What is it? The angle is, of course, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's on the board of directors. It's a conflict of interest, but maybe it's not in that contract. So this gives more credence to his, I can do anything I want because I'm on the board of directors. I chose me to be in the Hall of Fame. Whoa, I'm for it. Yeah, oh, Rock choose himself to be in the Hall of Fame. What <laughs> a headline! That would be funny. Yeah, um, why not? I mean, do it. Let's let's do it. I mean, let's just throw yeah. everything out and see what sticks at this point. You know, magazine, like, uh, magazine headline. Yeah. Will the Rock choose himself to be mm -hmm. in the Hall of Fame? Wow, there you go. Dangerous, um, dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous, man. I do think that, um. I do think that The Rock will be in the Hall of Fame. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame, absolutely, without question. Um, and I do think the Philly um, crowd will um, boo him. But at the same time, um, so what? I mean, Rock does a really good job with uh, improvising. Yes. And, uh, you know, he's, he's so good on the mic. One of the best people on the mic ever. Um and just the whole Cody Crybabies things that was actually fun. I'm actually oh, that's out. great. Yeah, I actually wrote a script. Um, <clears throat> my I wrote a script last week uh, uh, to put on Pancakes of Power Stone, but I wrote another one today that I'm going to um, record soon in the next couple of days. A script regarding Cody's Crybabies. <sighs> yes, and it's actually called Pro Wrestling Fans Are Weird. That's that's the that's the uh, the, the the opinion piece that I that I wrote. That's I'm one goal. of them. I'm one of them. Uh, I don't know about that. And I'm proud of my weirdness. You don't. You don't fit. No. You I'm be. proud of my weirdness. <laughs> you, you don't fit. You don't fit in the uh, category. Well, maybe you do, but I don't think you do. You're, all right. All right. Uh, so, you don't fit in the category of what I'm going to talk. Who I'm going to talk. Okay. About, so. All right. Well, we'll watch that on Power Slams and Pancakes. That's pancakes. And pancakes. So here's the other way around. I mm -hmm. usually have my Power Slam before my pancakes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All so, right, man, I'm hungry. <laughs> so Vince McMahon, WrestleMania season, Vince McMahon sitting at home or wherever he is, is he watching it? What do you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is hard. I mean, just because he's stepped away forcibly, I mean, he, he didn't voluntarily do it. I mean, he just kind of. He was kind of forced to resign yeah, the allegations. Yeah. I mean, he still denies them. So, um, I, I absolutely. I mean, this is it's in his blood, man. I mean, he's he's going to watch wrestling to the day he dies. 
And, yeah. and I would dare, and dare I say, you know, he still might be feeding, you know, information to certain people that's that that's still there. Can you imagine him starting his own uh, his own company at this point? That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, and and he, you know, there's who knows if there's a uh, in a situation like this, we should have a lawyer here, but in a situation like this, is there a non-compete? situation mm. that's a good point if there isn't i got a blockbuster angle for you ready give it to me go for it <clears throat> you're the, you're you're the guy of the mags <clears throat> vince mcmahon's new job colon colon <laughs> general manager of AEW. I would. I. I, th- I pitched that. I think a week ago. I think mm-hmm. it was here, but oh my god, could you? Oh my god, could you? And and here's the thing. Incredible! Incredible! <laughs> I'm on my way to AEW. <laughs> uh, and here's what the thing. What's he doing here? I don't. You know the the um, the cons. You know they make more money than Vince McMahon do. So it's not a it's not a downgrade financially. Um, company wise, yes, it is a downgrade. Yeah, but at the same time, money wise, the cons are you know they're incredibly wealthy, and so <clears throat> I'm sure the cons have the money to bring in Vince McMahon. Wait, I got a better overline for it. Go for it. The ultimate con job. Of Vince course, Mc, Vince Beautiful. McMahon as AEW commish. Beautiful, absolutely. You like it, okay. Yeah, I mean, let's, uh, yeah. let's publish that. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I had to jump in. I'm sorry. Uh, no, that was uh, that. You're a pro at this. It, it I mean, just that, it that, just came that, in. Did, we used to on for every Friday, every Friday at one o'clock Eastern time in the afternoon. Stu Sachs or Peter King would yell out headlines or Craig Peters, and we'd all sit around the editor's desk coming up with headlines. That's what this felt like. Love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. We we did that uh, driving in uh, in Detroit. Uh, we, we, were, did. we we did a headline discussion, uh, just like the one that you said. It was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's beautiful. You you win that one. That was that was that all was right. Awesome. All right, yeah. but let's get back to what you were saying about the cons with all their money. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I think that Tony Khan would do something like that. I, I do think I do I do think Tony Khan. He is he is so about um, uh, winning and having that dream of finally not you know I don't think I still go by this people ask me this all the time do I think the WWE is going to get go out of business I I don't I think I don't yeah. think WWE is ever going to go out of business yeah. um, but with Vince McMahon away from WWE do I think that he would be kind of bitter enough or would I be just kind of uh uh you know just kind of uh to hurt them a little bit power struggle enough mm-hmm. to say okay I, I got something for you I'm going to be a part of AEW in an on air you know role My and I think that God. would be that would be blockbuster man could you see him coming out with nobody knows about this just him coming out and that walk down uh, there with uh, it's kind of like what was it when um uh when 
Booker T looked at, he wasn't sure who the new general manager was going to be. And then they pulled the camera back and it was Eric Bischoff. Can you imagine them doing the same thing where, where uh, Brian Alvarez, not Brian, uh, what's his name? One, one of the backstage, Renee Paquette is interviewing somebody and all of a sudden she says, we have a new general manager and it's, and then he walks in and she says, this can't be. Yes. Well, it is, damn it. And then they go to, well, before you do that, you got to go to commercial. You got to do the cliffhanger to, to, to pull the segments over. This can't be. And then to face the black and go to commercial, right? You got to yeah. give them suspense. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, that 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 is uh, one of those things that it starts the show. <clears throat> and so the cliffhanger, you keep us watching because you're going to announce it at the very end. And so at the very end, that causes you to watch the whole show. Yeah. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> Tony Khan comes in the ring. He says, and <clears throat> without further ado, the new general manager of AEW is. And then this music comes on. Here I come walking down the street. Get the funniest look from. Oh, that's a monkey song. But wait, 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 wait. Let's back up. There's a scenario here we have not talked about. Okay. Vince McMahon said that he will fight these allegations, correct? Yep. What if everything is cleared? What if that happens and TKO decides, well, the guy's been, nothing's been proven that he's guilty. Do they bring him back? No. Mm-mm. Okay, I think I association. Think yeah. I think he's destroyed his credibility from a PR. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, but I mean, you know, AEW is a different animal then, though. I mean, like, it's funny because <clears throat> when you think of stuff like TNA and ROH and things like ROH was kind of mom and pop, but TNA was owned by Panda Energy, right? Sure. And so, <clears throat> with and WWE was. It, it was a mom and pop company, you know, yeah. it was the McMahon's. Now what's interesting is that AEW is the mom and pop company. Right. Or and WWE is owned by a parent company. Or pop and son. Yeah. You know, the ad is mom. Yeah. Uh, and, and WWE is now under a parent company. Yeah. So with, with, with AEW having the mom and pop type of, authority that comes with being that type of company you can do whatever you want you're not really thinking about pr as much i mean that's still a very important part of any company yes of course but if tony khan is not thinking about like well i gotta appease the parent company right i gotta appease the higher-ups no he is the higher it's his daddy right yeah daddy i want to bring him daddy i want to bring him mr mcmahon yeah, yeah, and you know he's like, will he bring in numbers? Yes, of course he'll bring it. Okay, but, he, but he may have been, uh, uh, um, he may be uh, hung for all these things. Well, will he bring us in money? Yes. That's it. All yeah, right. The answer would be yes. <laughs> I got another one. Nobody's been talking about. Let's do it. What's the the bottom line, son? Is that Stone Cold Steve Austin has mentioned on uh i forgot where where it was exactly but he might be maybe one more time and he the dream match against 
CM Punk. I think uh, it would be really interesting, mm -hmm. but I think Punk would have his hands full in terms of, I don't know what kind of movement Stone Cold would have at this yeah. point, if he's in any kind of uh, uh, physical shape for that. I'm sure he'd get into shape, yeah. and I think we'd all love to see that that match. What do you think? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, so about when the buzz was going on, you know, around eight or so years ago, you know, that was, it, it became cool. <clears throat> um, but no, I mean, Austin didn't look good <laughs> against Kevin Owens last year. I know, mean, you know, he had his t-shirt and, and, um, and jorts on <clears throat> and just because, you know, he knows that he only had so much, you know, left to give in the tank. I think it's one of those things that the ship just sailed, man. I mean, like to me, I think Sting and Taker sailed too. Um, it's just, you know, you have Austin Punk and um, Taker Sting are two of the ones that I don't think we'll ever get, although the both of them were dream matches. So, and yeah, Austin and yeah. Brock was another, you know, dream yeah. match that never happened to. But they always talk about the, you know, you can do it with the right opponent. You don't have to do a lot. You can be protected sure. with the right opponent. So, well, you know, I'd, I'd love to see this because I know Stone Cold Steve Austin's heart is still into this. So, if it happens and they make it, and he makes it happen, he'll give. 150% of that. Uh, the last thing before I know there's another topic that you had brought up before we went on yeah. live. Real but, quick before you go to that, go right, right, real quick, real quick. I just did, I do want to say, though, with CM Punk, though, usually with that dynamic, um, at least one of them has to do most of the carrying. Yeah. carrying and I don't yeah. think that either one of them have the ability to do that right you now. You don't think he, Punk could do it? Yeah, I mean, he looks, he looks like he's He's getting banged up. Like he, he's starting yeah. to look pretty banged up in his matches. So, yeah. yeah they can do some cinematic. Now, I'm, I'm all for, I mean, cinematic matches protect yeah. the character, but the I problem is you, got, you kind of have to have a cinematic person. You have to make it make sense. Like when Bray Wyatt had a cinematic matches, they were, they, they made sense. When uh, Broken Matt, you know, had his, cinematic matches they made sense when taker had his cinematic match against aj styles i think that was amazing i think that was done it's very a mini well. movie yeah yeah it was very well but cm punk and austin there's nothing cinematic or mysterious about their characters to, to make that make sense you know you can you what you can do there is and i, I don't know if you uh when i was watching monday night raw that promo uh, for the entrance of Bronson Reed was one of my favorite where he's knocking over the buildings. Whoever that. the oh. ES, whoever the ESPN person is that took over from Kevin Dunn, he's mm -hmm. doing a great job. I love the, the, it's a new fresh look. Kevin Dunn's stuff was brilliant. This is another thing, but now I want to talk about yeah, uh, another thing before we get to the thing that we talked about before the thing. Yeah. Sting's final match with Darby Allen as a tag team partner. They won the belt. Sting's sons came in to congratulate him. The young bucks beat everybody up in the ring. I still am to the point of that. If this is actually going to be Sting's last match, 
it's got to be against somebody with he against this person. There's probably time to change this, but what do you think about the current scenario that they're going after with the two of them defending the belts against the Young Bucks, and they're going to need to retain the belts for a successful sting goodbye and then maybe put them up in a tournament. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me at all. I mean, just and, uh, you know, with the um, I, I, I skimmed through Dynamite last week, but it was the first one um, I've watched in nearly, nearly a year. But um, when I saw on Facebook, uh, a graphic of uh, Sting and Darby becoming a tag team. So I end up watching Dynamite. Yeah. And saw yeah. that. Sting's your guy. And, yeah, he's my he's the, he's the goat to me. Yeah. But um, then I saw the Young Bucks, and I and I do follow on socials and stuff like that. Uh, parts of it, I did see that the Young Bucks are calling themselves Matthew and Nicholas now. They're yeah. just kind of some kind of corporate corporate ish, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. It's just, it's not clicking with me. And, uh, you know, Sting's, Sting's a company guy. I know a lot of people who work very well with Sting, you being one of them. Um, he's a, he's a, he's a company guy. He's, 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 you know, he's one of those people that, you know, Hey, what do you want me to do? Sure. I'll do it type of deal. So he's, I don't think he's really, you know, rocking boats backstage. He's just kind of, going with it yeah i just wish that he would finally in his career rock a couple boats man and say nah I, i'm not really feeling this one who should the opponent be uh, i think christian cage should have been the opponent yeah, for me uh, too exactly what i was gonna say yeah great yeah. promos between the two of oh, them yeah, yeah he's the biggest deal in professional wrestling right now periodically cage. when i talk to um uh to sting i always saw him i said you're crazy Doing what you're doing, but he goes out and does it. So, yeah, it does. You know, just, all right, you got a topic. No, but, uh, you do. You I do. You do. brought I, up yeah, something. Yeah, yeah you I brought do. up something at the beginning of this uh, before yes, we went on the air, and we should talk about it. Yes, indeed. Before you do that, we got a few more minutes left. We, of course, we got to honor the super chats. Robin nine nine nine. Are you guys shocked that The Rock versus Roman Reigns at 40 was so vehemently rejected by fans? Were you surprised that WWE canceled it? To me, this is paramount to WWE canceling Hogan versus Andre for Mania 3. Uh, I don't see it in the same league as that. I think that what they're doing right now uh, with Cody against Roman, I just have a feeling, and it's nothing I know at all. Rock's going to be involved in it. Maybe he's a special referee. And Seth Rollins comes to uh, um, Cody's rescue when Rock screws Cody, and Cody winds up getting the title that way. So no, no, I I, I like the direction it's going in right now. I um, uh, firstly, I actually can see the similarities of Hogan versus Andre uh, Rock versus Reigns. You know, I do think you're building up two powerhouse names an irresistible force versus an immovable object, not size wise, but I will say when it comes for point of uh, presence, you know, just popularity. So I I can see the resemblance there. I I do think that, uh, 
I, I do. I, I don't see Seth involved uh, in. It just wouldn't make sense. Well, they're making it clear on TV that Seth, he said that he's going to be Cody's shield. Yeah, I think that's just setting up a tag match for Elimination Chamber. I think it'll be maybe, Cody and maybe. Seth versus Rock and Reigns. Maybe. To hype up, to hype up uh, WrestleMania. I don't see Seth being involved in any of this at WrestleMania. See, and I do. It, it wouldn't make sense. Like, why would you have the world champ? That, 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 makes, the, that makes the title even more secondary. Like the, you have the world champion somehow helping Cody Rhodes, yeah, but not defending his championship. Well, he's going to defend it the the night before, so he's going to defend it and then help Cody. I just different uh, nights, sure, yeah. because he he vowed to be Cody's uh, uh, guy because you know, there's going to be his shield, but there's going to be Solo. There's going to be an Uso. There's who knows. There's going to be a hundred Samoans. And this is what I would be in favor of, actually. I'd be in favor of Seth turning on Cody because it doesn't what make do you, sense. What do you mean turning against Cody? Yes. Turn, Not turn turning him on. on. Right. No, no. I, I didn't okay. say that. I said turning <laughs> is on. Is it turning him. on Cody? Yeah, no, turning on Cody. None of that here on this yes. show. No, no, We're no, PG. I, I didn't say turning him on. I said turning on him. <laughs> so <clears throat> turning on Cody and I do think that that would be because it makes sense. I mean, you have to think about it. He lost three times last year, or 2022, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm protecting you now. I mean, like that's one of those things that a that a babyface would do while he's being a babyface, and then he makes the big turn and say, "I never, I never forgot." You know the fact. So that he and Roman Reigns become two the shield. Of the shield. That's the shield that he's referring to. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that would be a nice twist to it because logically it makes absolutely no sense that Seth is just all of a sudden, hey, Cully, let me be your friend. And in the in the presser, like, he's the one standing back yeah. while everybody gets to shine on the stage but him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, knowing someone that. like Seth Rollins, he wouldn't just be okay with that being in the background. No, he, no, but he was PO'd at the end of that thing, so I'm not uh, sure I... He, he he's not he's he's still in the background though. I mean he you know he, he was in the background the but entire presser. Raw. He he was he still was. I mean he he was in the background the entire presser. Yeah, and then at the very end of the press conference, he's like, "Oh, I'm mad at you." Like, uh, I don't buy it. I, I, I don't buy it. So, all right, uh, we don't have time for the uh, for the topic. Let's just do. Uh, we'll bring it up in uh, a, a, a really really quick. Uh, go ahead and um, uh, go ahead and promote it. Oh, 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 yes. All of you fans at live for quite some time, Sports Kita has been having uh, newsletters, not just on pro wrestling, but a lot of different uh, sports. So if you go to Sports Kita backslash newsletter and click on the subscribe, it's free on the newsletter. Every Wednesday is the special Bill Apter edition where it's kind of like reading what I used to do in the magazines and we're adding things. It's stories, exclusive stories. It's my picks for things that are coming up. It's questions that trivia questions like this week's question and, and don't answer it. Dr. Chris for example, Oh, that's, I, I remember that guy down on the bottom there, but like this week's trivia question that comes out every Wednesday will be, uh, who did Terry Bolia pattern his Hulk Hogan character 
after. Was it Superstar Billy Graham? Was it Austin Idol? Or was it two other guys that I mentioned in there? But, you know, a lot of fun stuff. Um, a, a photo from my exclusive files, from my exclusive files from the past uh, that you'll only see on this newsletter. So, again, go to Sportskeeda backslash newsletter and subscribe to the newsletter. Dr. Chris, have you done it already? I have not. Okay, you're going to. I am. I know you are. Absolutely, yeah. I know you are. <coughs> All right. Thank so, you for letting me get that in there. Oh, absolutely, my man. Yeah. All right, so uh, so we were uh, roughly, just, just real quick, so, uh, uh, Billy Jack Haynes, allegedly, uh, uh, you know, he, he was arrested for allegedly murdering his his wife. Just real quick thoughts on that, Bill, and you're going to go more into it on a uh, time machine. So well, I've known Billy Jack Haynes since the late 70s. Um, I spoke with him about three weeks ago, um, and uh, he told me his wife has dementia. Uh, he's been visiting her in the hospital every day, and uh, it's a terrible thing, you know, seeing somebody just go down mentally and everything from something like dementia. So I'm not defending anything he did or if he did it, who knows, maybe she did it. Maybe she committed suicide. We don't know what, what, what happened, but it's just such a sad situation that, uh, what was your take on it when you heard it, Dr. Chris? Like, wow. I mean, yeah. wow. And then I, um, listened to, a, I was listening to a shoot interview, uh, of him, from RF video uh, over the past couple hour and a half or so and took a lot of notes. <clears throat> and uh, so I'm actually about to hop over to pancakes and power Sam show. I'm going to do a live uh, forensic psychoanalysis on, uh, mm-hmm. on, on Billy Graham in this, in this particular case. And so I do a lot Billy of Jack Haynes, you mean? Uh, oh, Billy Jack Haynes. And that with that RF video was done quite some many years ago. As far yeah, as 2009. Yeah, 2009. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Uh, so I'm gonna do a forensic psychoanalysis on there. I do my personal channel. I do true crime cases, yeah. and so I'm gonna do a psychoanalysis uh, on that live. He he did admit that he is in the in the shoot interview. He did admit that he is a psychopath. He was diagnosed as a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna break that down. Break down psychopathy. I'm gonna break down how psychopathy could be potentially tied into this alleged murder. So that's what I'll be talking about on p okay. uh, Sounds up. good. Sounds very interesting. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> this right here is uh, Bill Apter, my, my guy. I am Dr. Chris. This is Unscripted. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah, and Hello. see you at the matches. Sports